Yo, 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 this is another Quick Kids Podcast with your boy Zoe. Yo, and your boy Pablo. That's right, we back at it one more week. Let's see what we can do for you guys this week. No diz out. Man, let, let's let's jump right into it, man. Um, heard your boy, I uh, know you're not a Dallas Cowboy fan, but I heard Mr. Uh, Jason Witten is coming back to playing football again after his horrible, horrific stunning in, uh, in the uh, Monday night booth. Yo, that's the only reason why I'm cracking up over here because to be honest with you, I hate the Cowboys and I always hated Jason Witten, but I am so much happier that he's leaving that Monday night booth because he was killing me on Monday nights. Like, he was terrible. People kept saying, give him a chance, give him a chance. I'm telling you right now, week 17, he was just as bad as week one. So, I will welcome him with open arms to the Cowboys. Yo, whatever it is, ESPN is going to do way better than what they had this week. Um, definitely, definitely. Now let's talk about in the in the grand scheme of things, what kind of impact do you think this will have for the Cowboys? Do you really see them? I, with me, I, I don't. I think it's gonna have a minimal impact on the field because, like, I think his play is diminished. Like he has no speed. He's like one of the worst uh, tight end blockers. Right. So like I'm I'm just I'm just kind of confused of what he's going to bring. Maybe leadership to the to the younger players, but like he's going to be trying to take most of the reps. Right. And and I like actually uh, um, Dak's growth at the end of the year because he was actually targeting multiple plays, to, um, factoring in on Amari Cooper, um, Cole Beasley. He got Beasley got kind of upset that he wasn't getting a rock, but. Um, you know, he still. I, I just like this approach to the game. He was just factoring everybody. Now, when Winton is back, I think he's going to be hyper focused. Yeah. Hyper focused on Jason Winton, and now, and now I think the offense is going to take a step back, and that's going to be a plus for the Eagles and the Giants in that division. Right. The only thing I, I really, I mean, people just like, oh, well, you know, I'll give, I'll give Dak a red zone target, but Jason wasn't Winton was never a red zone target. If you look at his numbers for his career. His touchdown totals were always low. He made up for it because he was high volume as far as receptions yeah. and yards yeah. and stuff like that. And I don't see that happening because I, I, I can't really see them uh, how many plays he's going to play, you know, per game. I right, mean, right. was he going to play 50% of the snaps? He's, he, he probably will. I, I think he will. But I just I just don't see the, the hype that's, that's, that has him coming back. Mm-hmm. I, you know, a lot of Cowboy fans are excited that he's coming back, but I just don't see the impact he's going to really have on the team playing-wise. Because, like, his last year in, in, in the NFL, he, he was, like, one of the lowest productive yeah. uh, tight ends in the league. And he was banged up, too. And he's banged up. Yeah. And, and he's a year older. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't been playing. And it's weird because he signed the, he signed that four year sixteen million dollar deal with ESPN, and he signed a one year three and a half million dollar deal with the Cowboys. So, I mean, unless like ESPN maybe threw it out about how maybe they wanted him like not in the booth and maybe being like a sideline guy, maybe like Boogers, Boogers, um, what Boogers role was on as far as the broadcast. That's the only real reason. That's the only rationale I can think of of how somebody who played it's not like went and played for six years he played for a lot of like years six, like what like 13 years yeah and like it took a year off and now he's gonna come back I don't know I just I don't really know what the motivation was I, I just think that it was a horrible stunt that he pulled in um, in the Monday night booth he did terrible yeah and I, I think he was, he just had egg on his face and he just wanted to get out right and he, he still had a little passion to play so that's why he just went back and 
in pursuit of football career again. Yeah, maybe we'll, maybe this will like kind of uh, we'll forget about it. everybody forget about that one year that Jason Witten was in the booth, and we'll just move on and remember him as a football player instead of a bust right. as an announcer. And and I think it's a strategic move that he's coming back to playing because I've read in an article that ESPN had up that he's going to potentially be the future head coach of the Cowboys. Oh wow! So this will align him right okay. up in the building. All right, so we shall see more more move. more to come more to come from that move. Um, as far as um, I mean, that's we haven't really gotten any changes as far as the topics that we talked about last week. Yeah. AB is still crazy. Le'Veon right. hasn't gone anywhere, so we're still trying to keep posted. The one thing I did want to bring up is uh, um, the combines this week. Okay. And one of the big topics that came out was um, the measurables for Kyler Murray because the one, I mean, the, the biggest knock on him is his, his size, size, right? Yeah. So and, they, his, and his hand size. And his so. hand size. But uh, they measured him the other day and he came in over a little over 5'10", um, about a buck 95, I think. So he's not as diminutive as people were making him out to be. He's still small in stature, but... That one, that inch, that one inch. I think that one inch will give everybody, will give anybody in the position to draft a high quarterback that carte blanche to say, "I'm gonna take him number one." Um, What I want to ask you is, you know, we have a hometown team here in uh, with the Giants that's desperate for a quarterback. Yeah. Do you think? The move for them is to try to get up to that one spot and draft Murray. Uh, Murray. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think the uh, the Giants is going to draft Murray. No. I think they, I think but they do you think they should? If I'm the GM, yeah, I take a chance on them. I would too. However, New York is is. I don't. I don't think. I don't think they they're going to draft a mobile quarterback because from their mindset, we already got a, a mobile guy in uh, Saquon Barkley. Mm. And you would just have to re analyze the whole office around Kyler Murray's uh, play, uh, play scheme. So I don't think I don't think they would do it. I think they're going to get the kid from Ohio State. Oh, Haskins. I think they're yeah, going to go yeah, with Haskins. Haskins. He's a he's, the, a, he's the, a, the, a local the, product. The, a local product. He's yeah. from Jersey, and he's a prototypical quarterback. He has the height, six five. He's a mo- you know he's not a mobile quarterback. So I, I think I think they'll go with him instead of uh, Kyler Murray. But like if I'm the Arizona Cardinals, I'm definitely taking a chance. Oh, on me him. too. I'm me too. To, I'm trying to if, if I'm in the back office, if I'm in the office with the Cardinals, I'm trying to devise a package for uh, to Rosen. try to get Rosen out of there, right? Exactly. Yeah, try to get something in return. Get some get some draft picks in return. I mean, there's plenty of teams that need a quarterback. You used to look about teams like Miami, the Dolphins. I know that the new coach is pretty much not on the Tannehill mm-hmm. uh, bandwagon. So, yeah. I mean, those are so those are teams. There's teams out there. Shoot, don't be surprised if New England don't make a push at them because you they need, need a that. Processor for, they need for that. Tom Brady. Right. Um, the one thing I, I do have to say is I think the Giants would be stupid if they don't move up and get Murray. Because I really don't think you have to devise that great of a scheme for Murray. I think you kind of just do a little bit of what Seattle does with Russell Wilson. Because uh, Murray, he does have the ability to take off and, and, and have the, he does have that element to him. But that's not his but that's not No, that's not his, his MO is to stay in the pocket. Yep, yep. Stay and in the pocket. Right. But the thing is... Will he be? Will he be? Will he be smart about taking the shots? Yeah, I think I think every young quarterback that has that ability, you see them in the beginning, and they do rely on their legs to bail them out. Just, just look at Ally Lamar um, J- Lamar Jackson. Well, Lamar Jackson is just a whole other story because he can't <laughs> throw the ball to <laughs> save his thing. life. But so I, I agree with that comparison with, with uh, Kyler Murray and, and Russell, Russell Wilson. That's, yeah. that's a great comparison. Yeah, so I think uh, we're both in. We're both at least on the same page as far as that they should now. 
they probably won't, like you said, the, 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 the Giants aren't really that flashy of a team. They may have the flashiest player as far as Odell, but coming out of college, he didn't have that reputation. But Giants, I think, they'll, like you said, they'll, they'll play it safe. But I don't even think – I'm not sure. I'm not positive, but I don't think, I'm not sure Haskins will be there for, for them at six. Because I think there will be a team that let's, – let's just get it – let's be honest, man. If you're, if you're a first-round grade quarterback, you're going to go in the top five. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think this this draft is uh, defensive line heavy, and it's, it's going to be some game changer uh, defensive backs, mm-hmm. and you know going the first five picks, I believe. Yeah, I just think that that number two pick with the Raiders, I'm not sold, man. I, I really think they may go quarterback. I really think Gruden I mean, may want to, may want to go quarterback. That, but that might be the team that picks up Kyler Murray then. That him too, him too. I, I, I can see him making a splash. For Kyler going to Las Vegas when they make that transition, him being a face, you know? Yeah. That's a, that's a small move for the organization if they do that. Well, while, while, while we're, while we're, that's a great, you know, it's crazy that you brought up the Raiders because I did see something on uh, ESPN.com today that uh, the Saints and the Raiders mm-hmm. have uh, contacted uh, the Steelers about um, Antonio Brown. And those are the only two teams that pretty much have, yeah, have been out there as far as being interested in AB. And I'm trying to think of AB with the Saints. It's just like, come on. That'd be crazy. AB and Michael Thomas? Yeah. That'd be nuts. That'd be nuts. Yeah, yeah, like that's like fantasy, like alert, like emergency yeah, podcast exactly. type of signing if they get him. I've been hearing, I've been hearing um, for a couple of weeks now that uh, that Green Bay was um, thinking about making a move for him too. That that'd, that'd be a great landing spot for him. It, it makes sense. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers needs, needs yeah. another wide receiver over there. Devontae Adams is great. Yeah, but if you could get AB over oh there to take some pressure off, yeah, him, it'd be great. be great. And they complement each other because AB is like more of a precision route runner as far as Devontae Adams who's a little bit more raw. Mm-hmm. Go get the ball type of receiver so yeah. that'd be crazy too yeah. but like I said we shall see the saga continues right hopefully next week we'll have more up to date uh, news as far as where these guys are gonna go uh, if they're gonna get traded at all right and I just wanna throw this team out there I, I, I kinda seen that team floating around with AB name mm-hmm. attached to it um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers so yeah I, I another great fit yeah because uh, Arians, Bruce Arians used to coach him back at Pittsburgh, so mm-hmm. that'd be a great player. Yeah, and, and just like I said about Green Bay, you pair him with a guy like Mike Evans, and Mike Evans is one of exactly. those guys, like Devontae Adams, exactly. big, you know, uh, speed, go go and get it type of guys. Right. Not really known for precision route running like A.B. is, which is I feel like there's a great compliment with right, Mike right. Evans. Definitely. But, yeah, I mean, like I said, next week we'll, we'll, uh, we'll chime back in in the NFL and see what they have to bring to the table. They had so much uh, in the news last week. I think they could afford yes. a week off from the news yeah, cycle. Definitely. Uh, not a, really not in the uh, positive side nah, of things. Bobby Kraft, Bobby Kraft is out there yeah. doing some crazy things. So, like I said, the NBA, NFL definitely needed a week off from the yeah, headlines. Definitely, definitely. Um, so, let's jump in the basketball. But before we jump into the NBA, I, I just want to kind of touch base with um, in college because we're coming up on – the conference tournaments is like the mid-major conference tournaments are, I think, are next week, yeah. if not the week after. Yeah. I think the major, major tournaments, uh, conferences, they're in two weeks. Right. So mid-major start next week. Uh, and I will be I will be in the garden for the Big East tournament. Oh, you're going to go? Yeah. I'm you're going to go? That's dope. That's dope. Go yeah, because the Big East is wide open. Crazy. Wide open. I mean, I think the whole, I think the whole tournament is wide open, like with, with Zion going down. Yeah, that's a great it's point. It's wide open. Man. Yeah, because even... um. Duke is, I think they're one in three without Zion yeah. the last couple, the last like week and a half, and 
So they've come closer to the pack without Zion, and we don't even know when he comes back at what percentage he's going to be. So it may take some time right. before they get rocking and rolling before and, uh, March Madness question, comes around. Exactly. And will the question be, will he play during conference tournaments? Or right. Will they rush him, or will they just wait and hold him up to the tournament starts? Right. And, and that's a big if because if if um, Duke doesn't have him from the conference tournament, I think Virginia is the favorite to win the ACC. And they're going to get that number one seed. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so that means Duke may have to go to a region that they that not doesn't fit, you know, as far as like their. Fun. I mean, they're gonna get the they're gonna get the the, the Duke fans at any game, but mm-hmm. the, I know Duke specifically like when they're in the East, they have a great chance of mm-hmm. going to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like I said, it's, it's a great question as far as if he's gonna come back for that conference tournament. Like, how they how are they gonna set themselves up going into March Madness? And the Big East, like you said, it's it's oh crazy. God. It's crazy. I mean, Villanova went on a little skid, and they brought themselves closer to the pack. Marquette lost to Villanova right, two nights right. ago. It's it's just, Xavier is, is, is Xavier's playing, the, to is me. They're the hottest team in the Big East. They, they've won like six in a row. St. John's. They beat. They were one of the teams that knocked off Nova. And Xavier came into the Garden last night, and they beat St. John's yeah, handily. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you just can't really. I, I just don't really know how to gauge St. John's anymore. No. You know. No. At, 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 at first in the in the season when they were at home, man, they were just on. They was. They were guaranteed money right there. You yeah. Know? But like, I just don't know how to gauge and bet with them anymore. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's a great that that in itself is a great example because in one week, I went from betting Nova, favorite <laughs> right. at St. John's. They lost. So St. John's won, and I, they screwed me up. Mm-hmm. So now they're home, coming off a nice win, a couple of days off against the Xavier team. Like you said, they're hot. But I thought St. John's would take care of business at home. I bet the Johnnies last night. Boom, I lost. So that one of those teams where it's just like it's hard to get put your finger on the pulse of what they're going to do right. as far as an outcome. As a, from a betting perspective yeah. And college in itself I, It's just really it's, hard It's, it's really hard very, It's very tough man Especially playing like The over and unders man Yeah <laughs> That's Yeah the over unders In the college game You need like Some type of algorithm To, to, <laughs> to, to get that right Because just thinking Just looking at the teams and, and what you think They're going to put up Is definitely not the way to go Exactly So that's why I think we should Transition to the NBA Yep as crazy as it is, I do have a more like a little bit easier time as far as getting putting my finger down on uh, yeah, a couple me too, games. Me too. So before we jump into you know the games that we like, I, I think there's a couple topics we should jump into. Respond upon it. I mean, the Lakers won the other day. Finally. Finally. Um, but they're still a shit show. It's, it, that's that's a great way to to describe that team, man. It just. The key factor, I don't care what nobody says, is LeBron James. Yeah. No matter, no matter what, is LeBron James. If I don't know if you, I don't know if you are, are um, a WWE African fan watcher. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know Seth Rollins? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what LeBron James does to every NBA team. That's he right. Touches. That's he goes right. to Miami. He tried to burn it down, but Pat, Pat Riley wasn't, wasn't having it. He but, wasn't having but it. But remember when he tried to tell Pat Riley, "Oh, go, 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 um, draft Sebastian Napier." Mm-hmm. No. Nah, <laughs> you're, not, you're not doing it. Not gonna happen. And then look what he does to Cleveland on his way out. You know, great job bringing the, the, their first NBA championship there, but, but look way at, to burn it down. Yeah, like oh, he had to have Tristan Thompson resign. Exactly. He had, had to have, have Jr. Signed. He he wanted Shumpert resigned. Yep. And what happens when you leave? And then he and then he traded most of the players midseason. Um, Isaiah Thomas, his good friend Dwayne Wade. 
and, and yeah. then got Rodney Hood, and then got them shipped off again. <laughs> and then I give, I give credit to Cleveland because he wanted them to trade that Brooklyn pick so bad. Right. But they literally told him, like, listen. We're not doing it. If you leave and we trade that pick, it's we have nothing. Right. And what happened? He ended up leaving. So good for them for exactly. keep holding on to that pick. And now, and now. He's doing the same thing in yep. L.A. Full circle. It comes full circle with L.A. Yep. Burning bridges with Burning all the young bridges. players. Exactly. Making a, making the environment so uncomfortable for those for those young players to, to even try to develop. Yeah. Luke Walton. The, I'm sorry, Wanted man. The, to get him fired. The, the writing's on the wall. Luke Walton ain't going to make it. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's, it's done. It's done. It's done for him. Yeah. LeBron James is going to win again. He'll win again. He'll win again. <laughs> and... I mean, like I said, they, they masked they masked a little bit of this terrible to this terrible streak that they were on with the win this week, and um, they got the Bucks tonight. And I don't think the, they're going to beat the Bucks but tonight. Is Giannis playing? That's I think he is. I think they said he's probable. If he doesn't play, then the, I think the Lakers could beat them without. Him. Oh, he, they definitely could. But I, I, I would still, I, to be honest with you, I'm not touching that game. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just, I'm if Giannis just, ain't playing, that's a stay away from me tonight. But I, if I, if you put a gun to my head, I'd probably pick the Bucks on the money line. Even, even without, even without the. Okay. I just, I, I, I'm telling you, man. The, uh, we're, we'll get to this topic, but the Lakers is they're on, they're on my list right now. Teams that <laughs> I ain't messing with right now. I feel. You. All right. Soap opera number two. What's that? The Boston Celtics and Kyrie. Uh, so he he's turning to um, LeBron. Oh yeah, two. yeah. He left LeBron, <laughs> and he definitely took a big piece of LeBron with him right, to Boston. Right. Yeah. I think I think that talk that he had with LeBron. <laughs> yeah. LeBron brainwashed him. Or he gave him a little playbook or something, exactly. but that is backfired because um, I, I was looking into this. I'm not I'm not positive this is exactly correct, but I think in the last 12 games since Kyrie's been hurt. Uh, when Kyrie's not in the lineup, the Lake, uh, the Celtics are six and zero. Yeah. And with him in the lineup, zero and six. Yeah. So that, that, that tells you everything you need to know right there from that stat line. Yeah. So he's miserable. The team is miserable. Um, but I want to well, before we leave the the, the Celtics, um, I, I got to give a shout out to uh, Jay Williams, former Duke player who was on um, ESPN's The Jump, and he actually he didn't he didn't not blame Kyrie for the mess, but he made a point, and I just want to throw it out there to see what your opinion is. He kind of blamed Brad Stevens a little bit as far as the whole Celtics, as far as, like, the team chemistry. Because his approach was that Brad Stevens, instead of starting Gordon from the season, from when the season started, he should have started Tatum and Jalen Brown. Right, because that's who got them there. Because that, Exactly, that's who got them there. And you can't, listen, the, nobody's going to be able to argue Terry Rozier over Kyrie. So I understand starting Kyrie, and I think t- even Terry Rozier would know oh, yeah. that he's not going to start over Kyrie. But, man, Brown and Tatum, they did their thing. And, right. for the, and, and but, but the thing is... But Gordon is Steven's guy. You know, they go way back to Butler. Right, since college, yeah. But I, th- I, think he, uh, I think Jay Williams has a point. Now, he has a valid point. The, the thing is, um, you did want to – I see, I see where Brad, why Brad Stevenson uh, started uh, Gordon Hayward because – He's making that all, paper. He's making that paper. Right. And he, he, was, he, was a, he, was a, he was a former All-Star. Right. So you definitely got to give him that leeway. But – the thing is, you should have eased him back in a right. little bit slower and, right. not, and not throwing him into the fire just yet because he wasn't healthy. And right. it takes, he's, I and mean, even now, he's, he, he, he has nights where he looks good, but yeah, nights where he's off. Yes, I'm saying. So, that, and that's how I was telling you a couple of podcasts down the line that we did 
it takes a full year for you to get recovered from from that type of knee injury that he has. Right. Just look at Paul George. It He's took a, just. It's it's it has taken him at least two years. Yeah. To get back into the Paul George form that we see today. Yeah. So like I think it's going to be the same thing with with Gordon Hayward. Just give him some time, and I think he'll be back. But like you shouldn't you shouldn't start him over Gordon. I mean you shouldn't start him over Tatum and, and, and Brown and, jo- and Jalen Brown. Yeah. Do it. I think you're right. I think the, the, the play was to go with the guys, the, the young guys as starters, and ease Gordon back in. You got to make sure that, you know, before you make that type of commitment of starting him, that he's 100%. Like, and now they're kind of stuck, you know, as far as what they're going to do. Right. And because it, the chemistry is already off. I was just about to say that the chemistry is, is, is all the way off, and nobody likes each other right, right. now. Like, Kyrie. Is in his own world. Mm-hmm. You got Marcus Morris got making Marcus. his comments after every game, exactly. but he's on, he's spot on. Oh yeah, that's the only that's one of the people I, I, I have so much respect for on that team. Yeah, is, is Morris because he's he's real. Man. Yeah, and he tells it he tells it straight for how how it is, and he plays hard every every game. Him and Marcus Smart plays hard on both ends of the court. Man, they give it they give it one hundred and ten percent. But like you gotta, to me, you gotta give the keys to Jason Tatum. Yeah. It's his team. It's I his mean, team. I agree. I, I agree. Mean, I'm talking about not this year because I, obviously it's Kyrie's team right now. But like you gotta let Kyrie walk, and once Kyrie walks, just get the keys to Tatum, man, and don't He's, look back. Yeah, man. that boy's got the goods. He's got the goods for real, though. Um, I don't know, man. They, 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 I, unless they go on a serious run, I, I think they're gonna pretty much stay right where they're at as far as like the four or five seed, and I, they're gonna end up with a with a pretty much. I, I think they're gonna end up with a tough matchup in the first round. I mean, if they end up with a tough matchup, if it's if it's Philly, I still think they could beat Philly. Oh, I'm not saying that they have the talent to I think beat anybody in the East. That includes the Bucks. I, no, 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 no. If they the, the way they construct it and the way they're playing right now. The only thing they could beat competitive, one of those elite teams in the East. The only thing they could beat is probably Philly. No, I'm, I'm not saying. I'm not saying if, if if they got matched up with the Bucks, I would pick the Celtics. I'm just talking about player for player, roster for roster. They have the talent on their roster to beat the Bucks. Any, I'm not saying that they will. I'm just yeah, saying yeah. they could. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, so that's another another situation. We'll keep monitoring, see if it improves. But another situation that I just don't see improving at all is the Pelicans in AD. Like, and he's phenomenal. Like, he's phenomenal. I seen him play the other day, and he's just so good. But now they got him on some like restricted minutes. And dude, you you know who to blame? LeBron James again. It always comes back to LeBron. We all we we all circle it back to LeBron. Exactly. None of this. He never had a character issue. No. <laughs> Never sat out. Well, he was he's always sat, sitting out. Yeah, but that's good for injuries, injured. though. No, I know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But I'm talking about as far as the way his reputation took a hit. It's because of LeBron James and, and, and Mr. Rich Paul, the yeah. agent. Um, Gary, They're in his know, ear. Demand, yeah, in, in his ear, demanding a trade. And he has, what, like two years left on his contract? Like, dude, just do all that funny stuff in the, sea, in, in the summertime behind closed doors. And maybe things would have worked out for you a little bit better. But, it's crazy. You know, it's crazy. And it's that's just, another it's just, it's just thing. Bad, it's, just bad, it's just bad representation. Point totally agree. Point. Totally agree. And once again, once again, the common denominator common denominator is LeBron. LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron Blaines. LeBron Blaines. Exactly. Mr. No accountability. 
Yeah. Always blame. Did you see the clip when they oh. play? When they play? Uh, Terrible. His guy hit a three point and he blamed the guy next to him. Typical LeBron. That doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> he throws his hands up faster than anybody I've ever seen. Um, and and the last the last team that I, I kind of want to talk about is just because I mean. They're killing me, yo. Like, Golden State, they're on some, like, they're on their sleepwalk tour right yeah. now. They're just trying, trying, they trying to get to the it's to the playoffs gotta, right now. You got to understand, man, like, mentally, man, they probably just fatigue with this with this regular season every year in the finals. Mm-hmm. Every year, you know, in June, competing for, for a championship is, is mentally grueling for these guys. But I think they'll turn it on when it matters, but, like, you're giving a lot of these teams confidence that they can stick with you, mm-hmm. and I, I'm seeing, I'm seeing a little chink in the armor, I, man. As do I, only, and I think it's because, dangerous. It's dangerous. Only because a lot of teams are targeting Demarcus Cousins on defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like, okay, we're gonna force him to switch on whoever all day long until you get him out of the lineup and put that small lineup back in the game. And and even that, they're not the same team. From last year, because not. well, not even like well, yeah, I would say last year, last year, and in a couple of years down the line, because those teams were so great because they had so much depth on that bench. I think this year's team it, it lacks depth. It does, and and a lot of players are older on that team. On and bench. yeah, that, those are exactly. And I, one more thing I want to throw yeah, at yeah. is that I'm sorry, even the 18 and 0 Patriots. By the time they got to the end of the regular season, mm. people. Weren't that scared. And I don't think that many teams are scared of Golden State at all. Like, we've seen this team. How many times have been? They were, what, four years now? Yeah. Five years? Sorry for the okay. Yeah, so um, I, th- I really think pe- the teams are looking at the Golden State and they're just like, all right. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah, I, I think I think the uh, the only team that's in the West that can really give them some real comp is probably – the Houston Rockets. I, I, I got to come back to them. I'm off of them, yo. You I'm off of them. I, 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 I mean, this may come back and bite me and remind me in the playoffs. But like, I always <laughs> say it every season. I have a soft spot for my man, Russ. I really think Oklahoma City is the biggest threat to Golden State. They play hungry. They The, the guys that surround PG and um, Russ, yo, they give it the 110%. Yeah. And I think that's the type of team that wants to play Golden State. It's, that's the type of team that you know they have it. They got them penciled in, and that's what they want. They right now they're the three seed, mm. so it looks like if they're able to get past the two seed, they'll match right up with, with Golden State, and I, they ain't scared to of me, them. To me, I had some trepidations with go, with uh, with OKC only because like from from the piss poor performance they put out in the playoffs last year. Yeah, you, you look up right now in the regular season, but what what happens when I, when those lights come on in the playoff time? Will you be able to, to translate that? That same intensity, that same high level of play that you had in the regular season, as far as Paul George and Ru- Russell's playing decent, mm-hmm. he's playing, he's playing at, his, at his at his level, even though he's shooting like thirty percent. It's not great. It's not but, great but, for my man. Yeah. <laughs> but besides the point, my thing, my, my point is, will you be able to translate that the way you're playing right now? Will you be able to translate that in the playoffs? And I, I, I just, I just, I just have just had some bit of a trepidation. Behind that, because like I said, Paul George had the tendency to disappear in big moments. I, I listen. You all. This, these are all valid points because we've been. They they showed us that this week. The one last year. I mean, the only thing that I I will have to do in, to argue in their favor is that 
Paul George is playing at an MVP level. Right. And I think he's playing at an MVP level because he's comfortable in his role on the team. He knows he's going to be there. There's no free agency looming for Paul yeah, George. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's there. He's going to be. He, and I think he likes playing with Russ. Yeah, he does. And, he and does. So I do think. You can see it in his and, and I'm hoping. Because right now, man, like, listen, man, I, I'm a little bit tired of this Warriors stuff. It would Nothing would be better to me than having somebody dethrone the Warriors yeah. and then blowing it up and, and kind of just starting. Yeah, like let's start. Let's start with something new. Like yeah, I want to yeah. see. I want. I think it's, the, the, it's almost like the, the league effect. needs it. It's yeah, a, it's almost like the Patriot effect in yeah. the NFL. You know, same yeah. team. It's like you see, you see everybody warming up to Kansas City because you mm. be like, wow, that they can knock off the Pats. We want something new. See, this is why I give. This is why I give Houston the benefit of doubt because they proved it last year in the, in the playoffs in a big moment, not the regular season, but in the playoffs. They took them to, to six games last year. If Chris Paul doesn't get hurt, who knows? They they might win that. They might win that series, man. Well, I guess your trepidation with the with the Thunder is the same way with me and James Harden. I just haven't seen it. I, I haven't seen him do his thing in the playoffs. That's true. So he has to prove me that he can do the same things he does in the regular season that he doesn't in the playoffs. That's post-season. true. But you you still have Chris Paul there, and he, he he's not afraid of Stephen Curry. No, he's season. definitely not afraid. But his body fails him. That's that's his yeah. body fails him. He got to talk to State Farm, man. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm hoping he has an insurance policy on the hamstrings. I, I, I think he does. Because, uh, I mean, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see if if they can stay together. I I, you, I think your point is way is valid. But, like I said, I, I have my own You think there's a Dark doubts. Horse team? You think there's a Dark Horse no. team out there that could um, no. that could surprise us in the past? I don't think so. Not, not Portland? Not Denver? <laughs> I don't know, I'm, I'm man. Not gonna, I'm not gonna put Utah in that in that category. Yeah, I mean, even though Utah beat beat Denver last night, um, at Denver, I mean they're feisty. I just don't think they have the horsepower. Denver, I just, I just, th- I just think they may need another more year of maturation. I just think they're really young. Yeah, uh, and I just don't know when it's crunch time. Who are you gonna go to? But I think, I think Paul, I think Paul Millsap could could be a big factor this year in the playoffs. He, I, I love Paul Millsap. I think offensively he's super gifted. I just think they they don't have that alpha dog. They that, don't. They don't. They, yeah, because I don't. And, and their best player is, it's, is, it's is the, the center. Joker. Yeah, yeah, it's the Joker. Yeah. So I mean, and he doesn't have any experience. In the right. So I think numbers. I think there may be one more year of really, really, really taking Denver seriously as a championship contender, but. Aside from Houston and OKC, I, those are the only really two teams that I can literally think about putting my money on, yeah. my my hard-earned dollars as far as beating the Oklahoma City. Right, but if Golden State does manage to get out the West, well, I think, which I think they will, whoever's waiting for them in the East has a good – any team in the East could, could beat Golden State this year. Yeah, I agree. The Bucks. Yep. <laughs> the Celtics, even if they get their act together, the Sixers and the Sixers. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about Toronto, man. I'm just I'm just not sold on it. They have nights where I'm just like, oh wow, they're really good, and then they have nights where I'm just like, they just wet the bed. I'm just like, they're okay. Like to me, yeah. there's nights where I'm just like, why why would I pick this team over the Pacers? Like the exactly. Pacers is balling, yo. Exactly. They play tough every night, they every so single pretty, night, man. every man. single night, every night you play the Pacers, you can have a you have to bring it, definitely, because they're not gonna have a night off. Yep. Um, but. They're not the third seed for nothing. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, that's that's pretty much my our take as far as we got about twenty games, twenty games stretched now. Yeah. Teams, ready, they gotta start getting their act together. I think I think they, 
I think the Sacramento Kings is going to have that final playoff spot in the West. That's my favorite team to watch right now. They the Brooklyn Nets of the West. Yeah, they're the Brooklyn Nets of the West. I couldn't have said it <laughs> any better. If if you guys, we and like, and I and I got on the the bandwagon late. Lorenzo's been on the Nets bandwagon early. Yeah. If y'all ain't watching Nets games, then you're probably missing out on probably the more probably one of the most entertaining games of the slate. Yeah. Every time the Nets are on. Whether they win or lose, it's an entertaining yeah, game. Yeah. And the same goes for the Kings. Yep. Kings is young. And Russell was just playing out of his mind, man. Did you see that game against when he played against Kemba? Oh, yeah. It was um, it was versus Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I seen that. that. Yeah, Saturday night. Oh my god. Yeah, that was a great game. Great game. And Russell was lights out in the fourth 40. quarter. Yeah, forty on his birthday. Yo, he in the fourth quarter. It's he's one of those. That's and that's the type of player that I think Denver could use. It's a type of player like that. You know. Yo, I'm down. They're down eight, and he's about to take over. Do you think? Do you think? Since he's on that team, mm. do you think Isaiah Thomas can morph into that player he once was in in Boston and become that that go-to guy, that closer with Denver? For, with Denver, I think he can do it in here and there, but consistently, I I, I don't see it quite yet. Right. But if like. Like if he, game three, if Isaiah Thomas exploded for 35 points, I would not be surprised at all because he has it in him. Yeah, I'm rooting for him, man. Like, I'm, rooting for, I'm rooting for IT too. It was just a shame how he got he got a real deal in Boston. Yeah, man. man. And they, what he went through and they just threw him out like a red rag. Right, and if, if play, players, I don't know, man. Like it, 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 the writing's on the wall as far as the <laughs> NBA, it's a business. As you can every, see, every as you can see, the, there's no. Yeah, exactly. you were great for us, but but yeah. but it's a big but, exactly. and they, they they'll ship you real quick. Exactly. So like you, I'm rooting for it because yeah. he's still chasing them dollars that he never got. Yeah, I feel bad for him. Um, yeah, anything for NBA? You got any news to add? No, I think I think that's it. Pete. All right. Oh, I, well, well, right before we, I, I, there is one more thing that I gotta we gotta touch on, and we I didn't get to hit hit y'all with this last week. About that time, ladies and gentlemen, I got I got five on it tonight. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I got five on it tonight. So remember, so this is a recurring segment, something I'd like to throw out for everybody who's still like a little timid as far as throwing a lot of money on a specific game and just wants to, you know, throw a cup, throw a five dollar bet on just to make it a little bit more interesting. There's nothing more interesting watching the game than you if got you got money, money on the line. So I'm gonna throw out for my I got five on it, five dollar parlay tonight. Here's a couple games that I like, and, and you give me your feedback. All right, cool. Tonight, um, we got the Brooklyn Nets at home versus the very same Charlotte Hornets, and the Nets are getting giving two and a half. I kind of I'm, I'm leaning towards the Nets tonight. Yeah, I like the Nets. Yeah, you giving and and I, and, I, and I take that game on the over. I oh, you like the over. Okay. But I don't care if it's 224, 225, 226. So you're thinking like 230. Yeah. Yeah. That they, they score. They do. And they give up a lot. Yeah, that's the that's one thing the Nets do. Give up a lot of points. And, and, and Charlotte as well. They, they give up a lot of points as well. Yeah. So take the over on that game. Yeah, we're not talking about two defensive juggernauts here. Take the over. Um, this is another. This is, we just came off of speaking this Jekyll and kind of more, more Mr. Hyde, but a little Jekyll with them. The, the, the Raptors are at home. They, Dame Lillard and CJ McCollum are coming to town tonight. So the Blazers are getting five points at Toronto. What side you got tonight? Give me the Blazers. You got the Blazers tonight. I 
on my $5 pilot, I did take the Raptors tonight. I think Kawhi's playing tonight. Um, they gave him a, a night's rest earlier in the week. Um, What's the deal with that, bro? Like, every I don't know. game he's resting. Yeah, and it, it kind of throws off. It kind of throws off a little bit the team, too, because yeah. they play differently without Kawhi. They're a little bit more wide open without Kawhi. Right. They kind of spread the ball a little bit more. So that's so right there. I mean, if you want to kind of stay away, as you can see, we both have different opinions. Yeah, I'm taking the Blazers only only because I'm I'm a bit biased, but the Raptors cost me money last week. So yeah, I'm I know. Even though I did hit because I knew they were going to beat the Celtics at Boston, they so they they did they did fat in my pockets a little bit this yeah. week. Um, looks like um the big freak is um will be available in tonight's game at L. A. Uh, give, me the, give me the bucks, then. and I'm, and I got the bucks, and right now the spread is minus four and a half. So I, I got, I'll take that all yeah, day. Give me the bucks. Yeah, if yeah, I'll take the bucks too. And lastly, so we started with the Nets, and we'll end it with the Kings. Okay. Who they got? Um, the Kings are home tonight. Okay. Um, the LA Clippers, um, and the Kings are the favorite. They're giving three points to the Clippers tonight. And the Clippers are a tough team. Yeah. They're one of those. The Clippers, so so let's just put it like this. If the Kings are the, the Nets of the West, mm-hmm. then the Clippers are the Pacers of the West. Yeah. They are like a grinded team. Mm-hmm. They bring the lunch pail. You know, they're going to they're gonna give it on the defensive end. It's just we'll see as far as, like, they're limited as far as, you know, what yeah. they can do against the greatest team, the greater teams. So... So my my take, I, I'm going to take I'm going to take the uh, the Clippers with the with the uh, with the three points. You're going to take the points. Yeah, with the Clippers. What about the Kings on the money line? No, I don't like I don't like the Kings favorite. More 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 like I don't like more like I don't like the Nets being the favorites. I don't okay. like the Kings being favorites. With the All points. right. Well, I'm gonna tell you this: if you don't, if if y'all don't can't can't just decide what to do with this game. Like Lorenzo with the Hornets in the Nets game, I'm all over the over on the Clippers and the Kings game. Because okay. the Kings, whenever they play, yeah, they, they always definitely. put up 120 and give up 120. Yeah, yeah. So I would take the over. Unless, unless the over is over maybe 238, 239, I'm all over. I'll hammer the over on that game. I agree with you. Right. So, like I said, we give you options. If you if you if you can't decide whether to take the team with the points or against the points or on the money line, we'll give you an option and give you um, as far as the total points. So, uh, with that game, uh, obviously, me and Lorenzo are on different sides as far as who to take, but I'll, uh, we're both in agreement as far as the over on that game. Yes. And um, I think I think that's it. That's so, it. So I think that's it. Uh, we got another week uh, when we come back next week. Um, We'll have another week in the books as far as the NBA getting closer to the to the playoffs. And then March Madness. And March Madness is, will be right around the corner. I yeah. think by the time we record next week, it'll be like tournament play. It'll be big time tournament play yeah. for the mid majors, and we can start focusing as far as the. We'll talk. We'll touch base as far as the major conferences, mm-hmm. favorites to come out, maybe a sleeper as far as winning conference tournament and stuff like that. Right. But aside from that, that's all I got. Quick kiss out, baby. Peace Enjoy out, your everybody. weekend, man. Have a safe weekend. Word be blessed.